now I'm sure that most of you know the old story about the astronaut who went far out into space and was asked on his return whether he had been to heaven and seen God. And he said yes. And he said yes. He said yes. Greetings, ladies, gentlemen, non-binaries, and sentient artificial intelligence. Join us on this journey to find the others. Because no matter where we find ourselves in this multiverse, the act of existing is all too familiar. Guys? Mushroom has a tremendous problem solving ability. Herbs are plant of the universe. Herbs are beautiful. As we look across this great expanse and stare at the stars, we can't help but be reminded these lights, though we're seeing them all at the same time, happened across a multi billion year delta. Some of those fires burned millions of years ago. Some billions, but all of them happen so we can experience them in this one singular moment. They called us scouts. They called us seekers. They called us who's who. But we were destined to question everything. for the Hoosiers. Craig, what's up, buddy? What's up, brother? Oh, my God. I feel alive. What a week. What a week indeed, sir. What a week we've had. We got a we got a special guy in here. We just kind of, if you're watching us on the on the webcam, um, we're live everywhere. Okay, YouTube, we want to start getting everybody over to YouTube because Facebook is bullcrap. Facebook is bullcrap. Hashtag, start that hashtag, Craig. Facebook is bullcrap. Hey, I'm I'm like far away from you tonight. I feel like I'm yelling at you. I like we it. We put this little dial in the middle of us. This is a different setup. It's a I nice like little this. sandwich we got here. Um, you're darn right it is. Um, guys, it's Monday. Uh, you know, Mondays can be like, oh, man, it's just Monday. But with us, you're going to get a couple hours of, of just hot uh, sausage packed. You know, like when they pack sausage with like that plastic. That's what this show is. It's like the hot sausage casing. That's okay. what that's called. Exactly that's what, what this show is, baby. And we're going to try to do our best for you. No doubt. We're going to do our best. We want to do the best for our sponsors. Just real quick, Lifetime. Roof Roof. LifetimeSTL.com. you got James Carlton. CarltonInsurance.net. Uh, Bell Cairo STL. Bell Cairo STL. they got more services than I know how to write down. Thank you. Truman's. Uh, Truman's. Soulard. Soulard. 
Thank you. Um, and then we got Rose. Extermination. All right. That's, that's, that's who makes all this happen. We love them so much. We got so many big things in the work, buddy. Totally. Uh, in the works. I, I'm, my heart swells every day, and I feel all these cliche things start coming out of me, and I feel like a little poet. You know, because all these all these great things are happening to us, man. We've we've had some wild times. We oftentimes think about. I mean, God, Craig, three years ago we were getting booted off of another radio station because we wanted to to slang that hot that hot white crystalline CBD, y'all. We wanted to get people up on them legal concentrates, guys. At 11 o'clock on Friday evenings, we would really like for people to be driving through St. Louis and to hear Yachty's stat line in the middle of June. This is a place people come for sports. So could you do me a favor and take that little girl who hasn't seized for a year? She's been having seizures. Uh, she was getting that fixed with CBD. Can you take all of that crap content off of our sports talk station, please? Hey, uh, and focus on Colton, Wa- Colton Wong's batting average. Please. In the second half, and how many how many games we have left with the Cubs and the Brewers before the end of the do year? a schedule reading, do a good old fashioned schedule. That's what happened to us on our old station. They're like, get out of here. They're like, get out of here. So, well, they, they I mean, and, and those words are less. So, but we're, here we are. Here we are. Here we are, Craig. And and it looks like we're getting ready to talk some cannabis news. Hey Hoosiers, are you ready for some cannabis news? Are we talking about we? Oh, that is good. Who did that? <laughs> who, who made that? Oh, and here's Seth. Here's Seth in the building. Seth, you want to say hi to all of your fans out there because you have fans. No, not really. How are you guys doing? Sorry, I had to go print off your gobs of cannabis news. Well, that's what we do here. We talk about cannabis. We talk about psychedelics. Steve, before we get into these these articles here, uh, I want to talk about uh, a a guy that uh, we made friends with at the first big uh, conference at Union Station. Okay. Uh, He runs a little magazine in the middle of the state called Companion Mag. It's an online mag. Oh, Lance Storm. Uh, okay. he runs, uh, he's got a little YouTube channel called uh, WN420. I think it's Weed News 420. Uh, he's got a nice little following there. He's put together. He's put himself together a nice little thing, and he's he's definitely. Uh, I know just from the few times we've had a chance to talk to him, he's all about getting the good information out to p- potential patients and just the good word out about this beautiful plant. He had an interesting little thing happen to him over I, the weekend. I would have guessed when you said Lance Storm, it was like a 1950s quarterback. No doubt. He's Lance Storm here with another Super Bowl. Or like, or, or like, like somebody a, in the Fantastic <laughs> Four or something. See, I went like a 1950s actor um, who was like secretly gay. You know what I mean? Like, like Rock Lance, Hudson? It, thank you. Gotcha. That's a Lance Storm type name right there, Lance. I see. And, and you know what? Maybe. Maybe. No, no, we're good no, with Lance that. Has, we don't Lance has, a, Lance has a lovely lady uh, by his side. And uh, so we don't kink shame here. That's rule number one in the sophisticated Hoosiers. Thank it's you. not, uh, you know, we don't police speech. But we damn sure don't kink shame. Uh, something interesting happened to him. There was a swag fest that went on last week, and that was shows how out of the loop I am. I know we swag was yeah. playing a little show, and uh, apparently all of the patrons leaving the show were getting pulled over at an incredible clip. They had no. cop, they had cops flanking the camp any which direction that you went. Um, they pulled our buddy over. Um, they said that they suspected that his tent may be too dark but since they got to the car they had smelled cannabis and lance very respectfully said there's a reason for that sir uh there's cannabis in this car because i am a medical cannabis patient here in missouri here's my card the officer then proceeded to tell him 
that because of concerns of potential counterfeit cards that are going out there, they don't have access to the database of patients. So had Lance not had his uh, smartphone with him to be able to go onto the DHSS website and show that he's been approved through the DHSS, these police officers were not going to accept his card as, um, you know, licensed to Mm. have cannabis on him. Fishy, huh? Especially considering usually uh, a, a, a show like this is in the middle of nowhere. You're lucky to get LTE to be able to go online. And not everybody has smartphones. There's people that choose to live off the grid. They Law enforcement right now is, is playing ignorant to it. They're claiming that they have no access to the, to the database. Um, and then they proceeded to tell him after they accepted the fact that, yes, indeed, he was um, a certified patient through the state of Missouri. They said that they still had probable cause to search his vehicle. I got a problem here. Wow. I got a problem. How did that, what was the end result? Do we know yet? Uh, I think it was favorable. He's got a video. If you guys, uh, we'll give him a shout out. If you guys go to oh, YouTube, go, go check out uh, WN420. Uh, Lance Storm uh, posted the video today. I think it was, uh, Missy might have even shared it in the Sophisticated Hoosiers page. Go check it out. It, it, it's a real quick intro where he explains exactly what I just did. And then he started recording as they were searching his car. And, um, I mean, you know. Wow. <clears throat> wow. That's a, that's, a, that's a slippery slope, buddy. Because we, we were talking on the way over here, you know, because at first I, I, get, I get angry. I'm like, man, the cops shouldn't be pulling people over. They know what's up. But they're also doing their job, you know, that whole thing. And, and you don't want people all jacked up driving on the road. So it's not that simple. The analogy, which I thought was pretty neat that we were just talking about on the way over here, was, you know, I feel like law enforcement and I feel like uh, lower middle class, maybe middle middle class people and poor people, we're on the boat with the law enforcement and we're both kind of rowing chaotically and we we each kind of confront each other every once in a while. But we're in the same boat. A lot of times we're in the same boat. I remember seeing an article about kids growing up uh, in poor, you know, socioeconomic households where their PTSD was off the roof or off the charts because of all the things. And you talk about, uh, you know, some of our first responders and law enforcement where it's like, whoa, their PTSD is off the charts. And it's like, hey, man, we're all we shouldn't be battling while, you know, the the upper crust is kind of sitting there on their yachts. Some of them, I would say watching us row in circles. Yes. And I don't even want to make it that easy. It's the rich versus the poor, too. It's not. We are the consumers. We need to make make decisions. The thing with the the police force having to kind of crack down on this, I I think it falls back to there needs to be some leaders in law enforcement stepping up, really being vocal about saying this is medicine. This has helped me. And I know that with our media, sometimes you have to go searching for that. Um, you know, you see a lot of the pictures where the the law enforcement standing there in it front pisses of the, me off in front of the, the couple. It's bags the most of weed. ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my entire. They're life. They're wearing like the tactical vest it's with the weapon. Ridiculous. I mean, do you remember the Greitens? Do you remember the Greitens ad where he was standing with the sunglasses and all the dudes, and he's like, "You don't bring your drugs to Missouri, uh, <laughs> bro, to Missouri." Because some people like when you say Missouri, some people like like when you say Missouri. So like he was he was, he was he was pandering to everybody. <laughs> yes. Got a little bit of uh, and a little bit. Of <laughs> hey, in there. Thank you. I got you. So it's we need some leaders. I mean, I think uh, I think you you had a good comment on one of your. Uh, if you're not watching Craig's Facebook lives in our in our sophisticated, you're not missing group, much. You're missing a lot. Okay, because it's some of the most pure, <laughs> unadulterated Craig there is. Um, so for those 
two or three of you that really enjoy Craig, <laughs> yeah, go on there exactly. and check it out. But you said don't be afraid to follow the exceptional. Uh, we have to be willing to let the exceptional lead the way. Yeah, and, and a part of me is like, forget you, man. Everyone's exceptional and everybody can be. They're not. Well, I think, you know, it goes back to that saying where it's like, oh, if you judge a goldfish how to climb a tree, then you're like, this goldfish is an idiot because you can't climb this tree. So I think there's a space for everybody because, you know, I don't want to be that guy. We can't both be that guy. Yeah, whatever. We can't both be that guy. Okay, Ty Cobb? We can't both be that guy. Because oh, if you missed the one today, may have been the, that one's probably going to go on our Twitter. You have to do listen, much on Twitter. You asked for a hot take. I gave you the hottest of takes I, uh, could possibly, I could possibly dig up. Everyone, even your two or three biggest fans did the whole, like, I'm not saying I disagree with you, but that's a hot one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a hot one. No doubt. You, so, uh, Building on your, uh, you know, please do. The, the police and the communities in which they police, being of the same socioeconomic status, right, typically, I mean, there, that, there is an argument to be made. There's a lot of people that make it that you should live in the community that you police. Judges should live in the communities that they judge uh, because the community matters. And being able to uh, – someone who is far removed from a community, who has no love for the community, I know on good authority when I was younger, knowing guys that became police officers that were chomping at the bit to be first district police officers on the north side of St. Louis because they were Southsiders, and that's where all the bad stuff happens. You know, so – that is still a thing, regardless of what you you know what what we yeah. think. So there is something to be said for um, there's a much more I don't want to say a kind uh, empathetic form of policing that probably takes place with people that are policing their neighbors. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it goes back to like well, you know with our, our lawmakers and politicians. They were supposed to be the guy who lived down the street goes to Washington or whatever. He speaks for you, and he comes back, and he has to come back and has to face all of his old neighbors. Like, hey, man, I had your best interests in mind. Have you seen my boat from uh, the pharmaceutical company? I'm sorry. Pretty nice. Well, we're going we'll fishing. We'll I'll, fishing. Take care, yeah? Yeah. I'll take care of you. I'll take care of you. So no, it, it's crazy. I I hate to be uh, any. It, it's a no-win battle, like kind of like your Facebook live, where it's like, you know, law enforcement needs to crack, we need to crack down on them. They're mm. bad because it got real crazy in St. Louis for a while where it was yeah. like real, like, watch this video of the police killing an innocent. Mm. And then it's like, oh, well, watch this. This guy was reaching for his wallet, mm. and he shot a cop, and this cop had a family, and he was a good guy. He was and, one of the good ones. So you know, it's always one of the good ones. We're all freaking good. We're just a series of little choices that we made. Yeah, there are some some bleeping people out there, some real bad people, but they're just a, they're just a built-up series. They weren't a bad baby. They're just all these decisions coming up through the world and trying to make it, and we're so quick to, to judge somebody. And, and, and I think when you start accepting people, and we really got to get into the homes and the youth of these, you know, these kids who are feeling PTSD, because you grow up with that heavy load your whole life it's going to turn that trauma affects other people becomes other people's trauma it's a trauma uh, coaster that rolls rotates in a circle it's horrible man now i was going to say like something that bothers me about that uh when it comes to the shootings a cop shooting an unarmed man and you know no no matter what the headline says even it really doesn't even matter what's you know printed out when information goes out there it's been politicized like no doubt Oh, for it's, sure. It's like complete like, oh, no, the liberals for sure. all say this and the yes. conservatives it's all outrageous. say Blue Lives Matter. It's and outrageous. It's, like, it's completely been oh, politicized. So that's like really hindering people from making any kind of rational decision when they come across these stories. No doubt. That's a huge point because that, that's going to come up later, <coughs> later Sorry, in the show. I can't talk. 
with our Netflix, our, our streaming picks of the week. I watched something on Netflix. It may be the most important thing I've watched, especially for people who are trying to navigate these Facebook, YouTube waters, no figuring out how companies are, are using our data against us. And, you know, that could come up with law enforcement sooner or later. Is a cop going to have to decide to come get you because of stuff, which it already, it has already happened. is happening. It's, it's happening. happening. Yeah. But, you know, it could get real vague. It yeah. can get real vague, and they could start because they're they have everything documented, so they could go back in time and say that was it is, and it's a slippery slope. But hey, you know, like it's a it's a deep, deep issue that we could sit and unpack all night. Mm-hmm. I think the key is to don't judge and try to love everybody best you can. It sounds really simple. I mean, it, it sounds like oversimplification, but I mean, really, that's that's where we, we got to get to the nuts and bolts of yeah. it. You know, I mean, and love's got to be at the forefront, yeah. and loving our neighbors got to be at the forefront yep. of it. And you know, it, it's hard for me. I've always had a hard time with the with the thin blue line. Like, if I reject this notion of the thin blue line, I'm, am I am I painted out as being anti police? That's that's outrageous. At the same time, I'm not going to just just the same way that I'm disgusted with the with the political dialogue. I don't have to agree. We don't have to agree with everything. We can say it. It's on us to say when things are wrong, especially when someone from our community, from our side, is doing it. That's that's all of our responsibility to 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 police morality. I guess yeah. you know uh, you know on on a broad scale. Um, I don't like the idea of the thin blue line. I don't like it at all. I think that it it draws a I, it draws a hard line in between people that are living in the same community together. Oh I no, think doubt. It's, I think it's antithetical to us living as a, a you know a prosperous society moving forward. And I wonder if it's uh, if it's like this in other cities. But I always felt in St. Louis, like the people who had a cop in their family, man, they could never do anything wrong. Like no. they always got out it's of everything. Thing, and man. I was like, man, that's awesome. It's, not, it's people, nice to know somebody. And then people who didn't were always like, man, forget the police. And I'm like, man, if you were like, and they were both my buddies. I'm like, buddy, if you if your uncle was a cop or whatever, you would be singing an entirely different tune. And that's all it takes. One hundred percent. We're just we're just building bridges here, baby. That's what we're trying to do. Open up lines of communication. We're a couple of simpletons. We're a bunch of bobos up here trying to figure out the world's problems. It kind of kind of uh, brings me and, and believe me, later in the show that streaming picks. It's going to talk about like the whole Black Lives Matter movement and all these like the thin blue line, like that Punisher symbol. Yep. These these things are being manipulated, legitimately. Like I hope you get I into thought, the Punisher symbol because I can tell you why it's a ridiculous symbol for um, law enforcement. Well, when you dig into the Punisher, the Punisher was a vigilante who took <laughs> yes. out bad cops. Yeah. I know, I know, wow. and even uh, even even the guy who created the Punisher had some very. They made an, uh, uh, a comic about that issue because. So if you haven't checked that out, please check that out. But uh, this this kind of goes uh, along one of our uh, cannabis news stories. Uh, this one is from uh, the I don't know Seth took it off and didn't give me. It's from Chris Doucette. Web of weed that sounds ridiculous. I feel like it was from more, a more reputable source. I was to- I was I was <laughs> told that the stories weed. I was told the stories were in the inbox. I printed out what was in the okay, inbox. Okay, all right. I'll okay, take okay, it on the right, chin. I'll right, take right, settle, right, down. Right, settle, settle down. Settle down. Right, right. Web of weed. I didn't write it. Don't have to this argue is from the of web of weed. I'll look it up, Craig. Um, but this is about the uh, the black uh, the black market sales for cannabis, and we always talk about how they're going to maybe maybe thrive, uh, continue to thrive. What's the, what the price is going to look like? Because this is from the Toronto Sun, by the way. Thank you. The cannabis is such an outlaw market, and it's always so weird to see it get legitim- legitimized. Yeah, sure. It's so crazy. I a challenge. 
They, I, thank you. <laughs> it's a word. Um, it's legitimately a word. And so the the thing about uh, Canada, I don't know all the rules there, but there are like black market stores that are just like open. There's there's a portion in this in this article. I'll, I'll get to it here. Um, it's called Online Cannabis Sales: Next Frontier for Black Market. Um, while illegal storefront dispensaries once abundant in the city, while illegal storefront dispensaries once abundant in the city. Like, see, I don't get Canada. Like, they just said straight up, and they're like, yeah, they're, like, a boot. they're like, yeah, we already did that, eh? <laughs> okay. So finally, seem to be going up in smoke. Black market cannabis sales have grown like weeds online. This is something we talk about, too, like people offering cannabis online. We it's, started this network, and then we get all get these out friends. of my inbox person who I have no friends in common with. Yeah, this guy's like, Gary Ganja. He's yeah. got all the good seeds and all the good buds that you can His buy. His name on. is Milton, and he works for the DEA. <laughs> Uh, untangling the web of illegal cannabis sales on the internet may prove to be a Herculean task. Too big for any one police agency to tackle. Toronto Police Service investigators are reviewing internally and the service continuations to consult with our partners in the municipal licensing and standards and the Ministry of Community Safety to determine the best approaches to the various channels through which cannabis is being illegally distributed. Um, what they're getting at that these people... It, you have to go through the government right now, obviously, for all things cannabis. So they're just saying, hey, man, uh, we we encourage the, the public to buy legally and use the government's website for cannabis. Doesn't that just sound weird? You know, like it's such an outlaw deal. And now we're like, hey, yeah, just get on weed. You can do as much as you want. Just make sure you check in first. Yeah, get on Be weed. Be home by the streetlights. Thank you. Okay, so uh, – since Project Claudia, which you gotta love that, <laughs> Project Claudia in May 2016, Toronto cops have spent more than three years playing whack-a-mole with illegal pot shops, repeatedly raiding dispensaries, seizing product and cash, laying charges and issuing fines, shutting the storefronts down only to see them open more often than not one day later. <laughs> But the uphill battle has seen the number of illegal dispensaries dwindle dramatically. Uh, there were over 90 shops in the city. Only 10 illegal ones remain. Just straight up illegal weed But they shops. know that they're the, like, <laughs> I know. We here. got most of them. Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, where, is, there, is there another page? Yeah. yeah however, many involved in the black market have simply gone virtual, ditching the storefronts and moving their operations online with some boasting delivery in under two hours. It's so great. It's so great. I thought they said in one they're of beating these. prime at their own game. They're beating Amazon at their own game. Okay, I thought it said somewhere here that they they what the police did is they blockaded one of the dispensaries. Okay, and they just put like giant sandbags around them, so, so the people yes, and then the people who ran the dispensary just moved them. And I'm like, look at all that these was a, that was a minor inconvenience. Look at all these Canadians <laughs> going back and forth, like just like, oh, you moving that sand, eh? I'll move that sand right out of there. I'll hey, punch got, you in the mouth. I got you, buddy. You're not my buddy guy. You're not my guy, buddy. So yeah, that's kind of an interesting thing because I I want cannabis to still be this cool outlaw thing, man. Well, because that's what made me cool, Craig. You know that it's a hundred percent what made so you. So cool. they built a sandbag wall like take that. See if anybody can buy your marijuana now. I gotta find that part. <laughs> I can't imagine how much of a drag you'd be around if you didn't find it. One thing that's uh. <laughs> The the uh, the outlaw aspect of it though I've been we talk about it every now and then around here 
um, as we migrate more and more to the blockchain, as we can communicate and do business more anonymously, all of that's coming back. It's still going to exist. Right now, people are bold. Right now, people are sending it through the mail. People are, you know, uh, they're being able to buy it online. You know, so um, I, the more and more regulations they put on it, we've seen it in California, we've seen it everywhere. It just bolsters a black market. The more, the more, the harder you make it to to purchase legally, the the harder you make it to do it the right way. The more people are going to fall back on on doing things the old, tested, tried and true way that they that they've always uh, they've always done it. So. Um, it's not surprising, I guess. I think it's hilarious that they had 90 illegal operations. They still know of 10 operating, and most of them are like, yeah, well, whatever. We'll just get rid of the brick and mortar, and we'll, uh, we'll just send it online. Hey, what was that mayor's name of Toronto? The guy that smoked all the crack? <laughs> that guy was awesome. He was like, like Chris Farley. <laughs> that guy was so great. Dude. I don't remember. Yes, it was Robert Ford. Look at the intern. Hey, can we get his mic on back there? Can we get the intern's mic on? Because Scotty's here. Scotty, Scotty Cooper's Scotty. in the house. Keep yelling into it. Yell into it. See if it's doing anything. What's up, everyone? Nope, not doing anything yet. Just keep talking. Into well, it. yeah, we'll figure it out. You just keep sing us a little song back there. Yeah, while just you're sing here. it real silently, and we'll tell you when it's on. <laughs> real silently. Let's go to a. Can we jump to a different little? Uh, Please do, baby. Topic? Please do, baby. Scientists just learned. How cannabis makes molecules 30 times more effective than aspirin. Cannabis is a complex plant with a complex history. It's been cultivated for at least 6,000 years. That's three millennia for anybody keeping score at home. But because of its modern legal status, we're still learning new things about its medicinal benefits. Most of us have heard of the plant's pain-relieving cannabinoids such as CBD. There's a lesser-known class of compounds that deserves our attention. Flavonoids are a group of natural substances that are thought to hold antioxidant oxidative, anti-inflammatory, and anti-carcinogenic properties. These compounds are found in fruits, vegetables, flowers, tea, wine, and yes, even cannabis. In 1986, researcher Marilyn Bennett at the University of London was the first to identify two cannabis flavonoids known as canaflavin, canflavin A and canflavin B. Really got out there on, the, I know. on those names. I was trying to think of a fun way to pronounce those. <laughs> like... Conflavin. Conflavin. You don't want to be canaflavin. Conflavin. Canaflavin. Canaflavin. Canufliger. Both of which were found to have anti-inflammatory benefits 30 times more effective than aspirin. But while the flavonoid pathway has been extensively studied in several other plants for decades, there has been no specific data on their biosynthesis in cannabis. Now, for the first time, researchers in Canada have uncovered how the cannabis plant creates these important pain-relieving molecules. Our objective was to better understand how these molecules are made, which is relatively straightforward exercise these days, explains Tariq Akhtar, a, mo- a molecular and cellular my biologist dude. at the University of Guelph. Hey, that's my dude. There are many sequenced genomes that are publicly available, including the genome of cannabis sativa, which can be mined for information. If you know what you're looking for, one can bring genes to life, so to speak, and piece together how molecules like canflavins A and B are assembled. You know what the deal is? They, they, they got a bunch of these canaflavins, but uh, cana, canavlavins, canaflavins, canaflavins. Canaflavins. That's freaking awesome. Go with <laughs> Settle down, Mike. Jeez, this is our show. I'm sorry. Thank God. You put you in the middle and you get a whole. Okay. There's only, what does it say, 0.014% of the plant's weight is these canaflavins? Can, canaflavins only make up about 0.014% of the plant's weight. Craig, what? We're finding out more and more stuff about this plan every day, how it's going to – the healing properties are not there in a little uh, – they're only there in a little amount. But this just goes to show you 
the more we find out. There's so much to this plant. It's a super complex structure. With it only being 0.014% of the plant's weight, fields and fields of cannabis would have to be grown in order to capture these anti-inflammatory benefits. As a result, the researchers hope to use this new information to metabolically engineer their own pain-relieving medicine outside of the cannabis plant. To achieve this, they'll be working with the Toronto-based company Anahit International Corp., which has already licensed a patent from their university. This kind of speaks to the efficacy of the medicine, right? I don't know where it's at. It's, it's floating around here somewhere. We're going to get it. Thank you. Uh, we talk about we talk about whole plant medicine. Yeah, we do. And 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 full spectrum. What that means. Um, anytime they talk about how they're going to re-engineer what they're finding in these things in a lab in order to capitalize on. I mean, there, there's obviously can be some 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 great of that. Like, but let's look at that as a benefit to learning more about this plant. This thing's thirty times better Man. than aspirin, right? Man, these scientists, these these weed nerds, as I like to call them. I love them so much because they're just figuring out all the little things, the subtle nuances in plants. And and this might be wrong. Scotty might be able to look it up for me. But I heard like – I was like, ooh, plant medicine. At one point in my life, I was like, plant medicine. Ugh, get out of here. I'll take my pills like the doctor and the commercials have told me to do. Okay? That plant medicine. I'm going to chew on a dandelion and it's going to make my tummy feel better. I don't – think so um but you know you, you come to learn that oh what 90 percent of the pharmaceuticals are plant derived where they've gotten like the the first step from this plant base and then kind of maneuvered it yeah, a strong bit. majority of our pharmacopoeia is derived directly from the amazon that blew my yeah. mind because yeah plant medicine why would that not we've been using plants as medicine since we've Thank you. I be, I was brainwashed at a time, which it's my own fault. I bought in. I bought into the system. That's what I am. I'm you're a, a kid. Player. You're supposed to. In. You're supposed to uh, trust the people that are enriching you. your life. I know, but you know, I should have known. Look at it. look at the people I surrounded myself with. I get it. I know, right? I should have been able to figure that out. They're all liars. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got to. I mean, we've we we talk about plant medicines a lot, and to hear a guy like Hamilton Souther to talk about how cannabis is a plant medicine and how when you dine with cannabis, wow, mm-hmm. it can be everything from a rope to this semi-psychedelic that can kind of open you up and connect you. Somebody just to- built an airplane that also runs on fuel made from it. How oh, about that? really? That's st- weird. That's stupid. Why would anybody do that? That's crazy. <laughs> One thing that's uh, encouraging about that is they, they say, uh, you know, the molecules are so small that it would be very hard to farm cannabis in a way that they'd be able to get enough of these canflavins out of it. However, they're working to develop a biological system to create the molecules, which would give us the opportunity to engineer large quantities. Without some of the side effects of other painkillers, the authors think the synthesis of these molecules can make a big difference in the pharmaceutical industry. Previous studies have shown that the vast majority of patients prefer cannabis to opioids when managing their pain, which suggests there's ample market for a drug that mimics its benefits. There's clearly a need to develop alternatives for relief of acute and chronic pain that go beyond opioids. These molecules are not psychoactive, and they target the inflammation at the source, making them ideal painkillers. Canaflavin pills brought to you by Pfizer. Get your canaflavin, the best canaflavin in town, the most delicious Flintstone vitamin canaflavins. Side effects may include empty bags of Cheetos. And your, your, your anus will go away. Just it just It'll vanish. actually packs its anal vanishing. <laughs> um, 
Side, of, side effects include wearing a Bob Marley shirt, and you can't name any songs. <laughs> Tiffany says, uh, and this is going back to our guy Lance Storm. Lance Storm. Lance Storm. Uh, lame. They still need to provide a pin for background checks and fingerprints, and we are a few days away from when apps are due. Okay. And, and Jenny says they gave him back his medicine. So that's Perfect. how that that's how that played out. And we got people on on our thread. If you're not watching us on Facebook, we are live in the Hoosier Sophisticate page and the Sophisticated Hoosiers page. Um, We're also on YouTube on Mycelial Media. We are. We are. Oh wow! We should start Streaming directing. Right ev- we should get everybody to go over there because Facebook is stupid. Tell you what, I'd I'd put you in a running to win something next week if you comment on the YouTube stream while we're live and you share it. Seriously? Yeah, I think I'll do that. Okay. Let's get okay. Let's get something away. We're going to migrate you, Mo's, over to uh, YouTube where we can do and say what we want. Your mouth. Um, Then we got Janet saying the Punisher symbol makes no sense at all. None. Um, Oh, and uh, okay, this is funny from KC Weed Blog. They follow our page. They said I get two to five new FB friend requests a week for online sales. Uh, Dude, it's with a name like that, KC Weed Blog. I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Tiffany also says, Adam says, after recreation came on in Washington, the black market thrived during the first six to 12 months and then declined once the kinks were worked out. Oh, we don't kink, we don't kink shame. shame around here. Jordan Harker, I'll, I'll, I'll follow that up with Jordan sure. Harker saying, uh, the black market's alive and well in Colorado. You can drive about 15 miles out of any place with the dispensary and find people not willing to go to the dispensary. <laughs> I, so, I know. Make it easy on me. Side note, correct me if I'm wrong. I think we talked about this last week uh, off air. Wasn't Jordan Harker, wasn't he the first ever uh, use of the dump button on this show? Uh, maybe, maybe the most, he, perhaps he, one of the most frequent uses of the dump button. On yeah, this show, I think he was sure. just letting them fly. Oh, that <laughs> like, was great. Uh, that's yeah. our buddy. He runs autoflower.net. It's really good some, some unbelievable information over there. Uh, autoflowers are fascinating. Buddy, he's got some of the most vivid uh, photography I've ever seen, too, like with some of those. He used to just get our day started. Woo! Jordan, we need you to start doing that again. You just yeah. get our day started with the whatever little shatter or <laughs> I know diamonds or butter or live resin. <laughs> I used or... to really, I'd wake up and be like, hmm, the world's not so bad. Not so bad. Look at our buddy Jordan there, <laughs> able to it. enjoy this buffet of THC and CBD. And Tiffany also says, we just need to get more uh, bioflavonoids from other plants in our diet, too. Don't tell me to eat plants. Tell me what okay. to do, Doc. You don't know I'm what you're talking man. about. I'm a man. You got some kind of schooling to back that up? Uh, you know, there's one thing I like to talk about, too. We got more cannabis news. Can we hear that cannabis news thing again? Because that was the coolest. We got a lot of people on the text line saying, can we hear that again? That was super cool. Hey, Hoosiers. Are you ready for some cannabis news? Are we talking about weed? Whoa. Uh, I love You're that he's welcome. my partner. I love that he's my Thank partner. Thank you, Mark. I like um, it. I actually like something you did. Well, that's funny because Seth, Seth goes, I was expecting that to be three and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is going to be like a three and a half minute thing. That's uh, awesome. He, he'll never get around to actually saying cannabis news either. And uh, Scott, maybe you can look this up too. Who are, uh, what did I tell you to look up earlier? Do you have that? No, no, that never. I'm literally behind my laptop. <laughs> He's not on. Is he on? I don't hear him. He's not on. Sorry, we're not talking to you anymore. God, <laughs> you've, ruined, you've ruined Scott. <laughs> Ruin Scott for our show. Mark, Mark don't care. Mark don't care. Um, all right, cannabis industries lobbying on track to hit a new record. Lobbyist? That, that, that's a fascinating thing to me. It's a, how it's we've something. let lobbying just become this deal that happens. And I mean, my lady works in the. Uh, I don't want to say my lady like I'm possessing her because I saw a pretty funny song about that today. But you know, 
my gal, don't touch her. <laughs> She's mine. Um, she works in the insurance. She works in the insurance industry, and I was always fascinated how the insurance lobby is. I think maybe the biggest. If, if yeah, Scott can I'd look that up, that. and we won't talk to him after that. Um, but you know, the lobbying, pretty much whatever you go, whatever amount of money you put into lobbying, it seems like you get out a lot. The biggest players in lobbying usually have things. Uh, maneuvered in their way, if I if I can say That's so. what a lobbyist is, is a big player. Okay, thank you. Uh, the growing industry is, top, is topping its past levels of spending on lobbying, though it's still not shelling out as much as bigger Washington players. As the cannabis industry keeps growing, it's on track to set a fresh record in its spending on lobbying in Washington after shelling out $2.7 million to influence lawmakers and regulators in 2018. The industry has disclosed outlays of at least $1.6 million, which is pittance. That's got to be pittance. When it comes to lobbying, am I right? Yes. And was that a million? M? 1.6 million okay. in 2019's first half, putting it on pace for a new spending record. By year's end, this year's total at the halfway mark already slightly beats 2017's overall figure. I wonder what kind of lobbying we're getting over there, Craig and crew. Well, it's interesting to me that with such small numbers um, – there is such a fervor for this. It's almost like it's crazy to me that we have so many people that are pushing this forward. That's you know, it, there's there's no explaining why we're why we still have no movement at the federal level. The only explanation is that it is a huge revenue generator and it's a crutch for this bloated, you know, unelected bureaucracy that are in the in the name of safety. Uh, you know, the DEA, the ATF, there's I mean, you just keep on going down the line. There's agencies that watch over agencies that watch over agencies and all of them. No, none of them were vote. None of us took a vote to grant these people this kind of power. Right. Um, and it's it's grown so out of control um, that the only way to actually get any movement at the federal level is with gross amounts of money through lobbying. So it's one of those things where you're right. Like, how did we let lobbying get to be this way, but at the same time, now we need this beast more than anything, right? We need, I mean, bring it back to the last election in 16, you know, uh, had Bernie Sanders not, I mean, Bernie Sanders raised an outrageous amount of money and most of his donations were $20 or less, right? But when it came down to it, well, have you seen the people that vote for it? I get it, brother. I get it. We don't have have to get into it, but that, but that's, that speaks for how bad those people wanted it, you know? Um, but, you know, but more than that, once it got to a point where it was like, okay, but really, though, you know, there's like a hierarchy you guys got to recognize here. Like, it's her turn. You would, know? You, would you like to hear the list of the top uh, top spenders in lobbying? Sure. This is from OpenSecrets.org, mm-hmm. Center for Responsive Ooh, Politics. Secrets. I know. I like it already. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce doubles the next person in lobbying. That kind of makes sense to me, I think. Why, can you explain it to, to yeah, it people? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, to the people? Cause well, I, I mean, it. typically chambers of commerce, right? Like they're – that's – when we get big projects that are built in St. Louis or something like that, like Square is now going to move their headquarters yeah. to downtown St. Louis. The chambers of commerce are, who's, are who are lobbying for these type of jobs. They're asking for tax breaks. They're asking for uh, So like grants. the Baldwin Chamber for, of Commerce would get together? Like, Well, I, th- I, I don't know. If they're putting them all together, like if they're considering like all municipal chambers of commerce okay. within the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, then that, that kind of makes sense to me because okay. they're constantly trying to get – 
senators and representatives to take votes in order to issue uh, favors and grants to bring businesses – to move businesses about the country. So Interesting. that kind of makes sense to me. That is uh, – yeah, I, I wouldn't guess that. A National Association of Realtors with $20 million. Really? Uh, U.S. Chamber of Commerce is the top. This is 2019. Okay. Uh, $40 million. Um, Pharmaceutical Research and Manufacturers of America is three. Blue Cross, Blue Shield. Three million? Uh, no, third. $16 oh. million. Uh, That's Blue- so far this year. Yes. Blue Cross, Blue Shield, uh, $12 million. Fourth on the list. American Hospital Association, American Medical Association, Open Society Policy Center. Then you got Amazon... Uh, Northrop Grumman, Northrop Grumman, uh, Amazon, and then Facebook, each with about seven and a half, eight million dollars. So you've got two massive internet companies wow. and the largest defense contractor in the country. Yep. Then United Technologies, Boeing, AT and T, Coke Industries, Pfizer, Lockheed Martin, National Association of Broadcasters. There we go. There we Guys, go. Guys, we're in good we're hands. In, baby. We're in good hands. Woo! All Alphabet right. Alphabet Inc. Which is probably the... Alphabet's the, Google, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is the devil. Uh, Comcast Corp. And then the uh, Internet and the NCTA, the Internet and Television Association. So that's kind of an interesting deal. Well, it, I mean... It's kind of we, obvious. We can but, be frustrated with the amount of money in politics and the kind of sway that they have. But at this point, if you are pro-cannabis, then you need to be cheering on the cannabis lobby yeah. and donating to it if you can, right? Uh, we're pleased to see significant momentum building behind the push for cannabis policy reform at the federal level. From our perspective, it is especially pleasing to see the growth in bipartisan support support for the States Act, which now has 60 co-sponsors in the House, including 15 members of the Judiciary Committee. So, oh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's a necessary evil, man. It's it's Unfortunately, it's the game we play. You can lay out as good of information as you want to lay out out there. You can have as much passion from the people as you want to have out there. But at the end of the day, you still need... You know, 535 people to vote, a majority of them to 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 vote to make a change, and then you got to hope that the person sitting in the big chair signs off on it. Yeah, so. and you got to hope they also eat Longhorn steer for breakfast. <laughs> that one's Thank for you. us. Um, so, I mean, this is the cannabis world. I want to go back to the outlaw thing. Like, it's still just a part of me is like, man, I love that outlaw nature of the cannabis game. Make you feel like a bad boy. Well, I've, you know me. I've always been a bad boy. And we got a guy here. Um, I want to bring him into the show. We got we got our buddy Mike Ote here, and we both know this guy. From, One of my favorites. He has no idea all the things that I love so much about him. I, I No, I truly love this guy. Go ahead and get right up on that microphone. Like, Put your mouth right on. Can I give it a little lick? Like this? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that's it. perfect. Get the live stream for that. You're going to have to pay extra. Right. Uh, but this, this is a fella um, who we've known forever. One of the most... One of City's finest. People. Yes. Like you you and J- – I, I hate to say it, but Whittle Guy, J-Rob, every time I would see you guys, you guys would be like, what up? Like, All what smiles. Up? Yes, hey, just having a good time. Living our life to the fullest. You always got like a gleam in your eye. That's I agree. It's kind of like, you know, it always kind of like drawing me in to kiss you, which is oh, weird. Well, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll get into that later. But, yeah, um, but you shame him for it. I wanted to bring you on the show tonight. Uh, you're, you. you're looking good. Uh, because – what we want to do is we want to connect people in the industry. I know, Seth, you said something about, and maybe I shouldn't actually mention that, about, you know, wouldn't it be cool to have a job in the industry, possibly? Uh, yeah, I'm looking and I'm, I'm researching okay. the cannabis industry. Okay, I, I can, wasn't sure if I could say that. No, that's perfectly fine. Okay, so you've you been... You say anything about me you want. 
Oh my gosh. Right. Can I do anything? Seth has this mole. It. It's, I would call it a beauty mark, actually, and it's located. Uh, I named it Michael Keaton. Ooh, best Batman. <laughs> I, thank you. Yes. Um, so, well, well, okay, go into that a little bit. What have, what have you done? Uh, do, 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 is there like a job? Is there a, was that Monster.com or Jobzilla? What were those sites? Sure. Is there, I guess portal. there's that for cannabis now, right? Or are they just in the regular one? Well, I mean, you know what? We can give a, a shout out on that. You know, yeah. okay. um, you can go to uh, you can email info at mogreenswellness.com. George Nolan is collecting resumes as we speak right now. Our dude. Um, George has been very upfront from the very beginning. Hey, if you're interested in getting in here and you think you have a skill set, you got a resume, send it to me. And as these as these licenses are granted, he's going to use his network. And, and, you know, there's there's going to be a huge need for people in all facets of this business. Um, the guys from Show Me Canna, from Intuitive, Intuitive Cannabis. Okay. Uh, you know, get on the app there. They are super helpful. You know, reach out to Lou over at ICI. Uh, networkers extraordinaire in the uh, cannabis game. The, oh. the opportunities are bountiful for you to get in, but there are places for you to start sending uh, resumes. I'll, I'll put a, um, a couple of emails and contacts out on the page. Reach out to us. Reach out to us. Uh, yeah, this is, this is one of the things that we reached that we started this whole thing for. It was like, hey, let's be this little hub where people can come and you know and 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 be a part of the community and make friends within the community because we'll the have friends is, finally, Craig. It's about we'll time. We'll have friends, yeah, besides each other. One thing that I've noticed, man. Uh, every one thing that's beautiful about this industry uh, that I've noticed is that everybody really treats it as though there's room for everybody in it to be successful. Who the people are going to do business with? Ultimately, are the people that become their friends. You know, get to the events, go to the hangouts, join. You know, uh, trade associations. Get get to these different events, these fundraisers and things like that. Get to know these people personally. At the end of the day, there are going to be thousands of people that are trying to get into the industry. The ones that are going to get hired, the ones that are going to, you know, are the ones that people want to work side by side with. I want to work with my friends. You know, I want to work with my friends who are good at what they do. I'm not, you know. We don't want to take on any strays. You know what I mean? But, uh, oh, yeah. You get it. You get it. I know. Steve's a stray collector. He's he's the Pied Piper of strays. That's my deal. Um, Seth, but what what have you done? Did you fill out an application or what? I have talked to some people that have applied for licenses. I'm not going to say any names in that area, but, um, yeah, I've, you know, spoken with them. This license process just takes several months and they're getting flooded with resumes already. So, I mean, they're going to be over the next, throughout the fall and the, uh, up until the end of the year, they're going to be, you know, going through this process and getting hit with resumes. So if you are interested, you've got to, you know, go now, start now, and plan on sending in multiple applications. But uh, back to your question, I've just been mostly researching the needs. Okay. Like, I could go to the dispensary and work the counter with a cool hat on, but, like, bruh, this is called a purple dragon, bro. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> I could totally knock that out of the park. You, you could do that for, like, what? a day until you went off on someone so hard. Yeah. I don't see. I, don't, I think I Seth's probably pretty good at customer service. I, oh, I, it's on I the back, hate it if you guys walked in on me doing, like, actual customer service. Like, yeah, that'd be talk great. completely different. Like, <laughs> Who's that I'm, guy? I'm acting. <laughs> yeah, it's an act. It's a complete act. But, hey, that's, that's what you got to do to be successful you know and um yeah i completely lost my train of thought because you're we're talking about yeah i just it's, it, you know researching what needs and if yeah, you could do the whole bud tenant thing i like, can bro. do that and i'm just looking what'd you know, find out what is it what, what what is out there for a guy like you what is out there for people who have minimal skills for a guy like me i know uh, uh milit- <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. For, for a guy like me 
See, I, I did surveillance in the military, and now I work in radio. I'm sure it translates into something. Well, that uh, that's going to be a huge market, like uh, protection or uh, you know, uh, yeah, protection services. Listen, they're yeah, absolutely our guy, uh, peacemaker. Yeah, peacemaker. Oh, defense. I will guard your. I'll guard your plants. Peacemaker defense. <laughs> I put hey, you. I put hey, you. I will guard your plants. I, I mean, there might be some <laughs> missing. <laughs> peacemaker defense group. They have a whole cannabis division. Yeah. Um, it's a cash business until the feds figure out, you know, how, what we're going to do with banking until we can move yep. forward with some banking. People are literally sitting on vaults of cash and they have to get it from point A to point B if they do have a credit union that they're working with. Ooh. It's a it's a very dangerous business in and of itself. But even further than that, are you a carpenter? Are you can you put drywall up? Can you build out? Can you you know, can you do electric? Can you wire someone's grow up? Can you know, like, oh, buddy? There's. A, are you a plumber? Can I know. You, if, you, if, you, if you want really cool graphics for your dispensary, hey, hit me up. Okay, we're not talking about. Here, you paying plugs? Plug for No, but even I know a guy who's in the restaurant business, and he's selling the plastic. He figured out, you know, the plastic containers they transfer perfectly over to hold nuggets. They are sweet containers. They are great. Containers. Like we didn't already know that from our Tupperware. At home. Yeah, we knew it. All right, so I want to talk. <laughs> I want to talk to Mike here because Mike, uh, I, we can get into it a little bit. Feel free to not talk about whatever you don't want to talk about. I know you're kind of a, just don't cuss. You're an Okay. Open book. No, do cusses all you want. I mean, we we're doing our job. Um, okay. So you, what inspired me talking to you recently is like you want to do something better for your family, man. Yeah. That, that's what stuck out to me. Um, can you just kind of go into what you're possibly looking to get into, where kind of this thought came from? Uh, just we want to get inside the head of someone who might be in your shoes. Okay. So it started, I guess, uh, after I left St. Louis County last May. Um, I didn't know what to do. I thought I had the perfect job. I was like, dude, I'm working for this, you know, the, the county, you know, I got pension. No. So, you know, someone called me and said, Hey, I need you to come help me. And he offered me a substantial amount of money compared to what I was making. So I said, okay, I'm going to learn this trade that I've been doing a little bit of for the past 15 years. So he's taking me under his wing and now I'm his general foreman running his job sites. Okay. You know, I run multiple anywhere from five to eight job sites a week okay so i'm running around like crazy um but i want to get back to what i love the best it's weed me too baby I mean, fair enough i want to help people in a different way where i make an impact you know i like making an impact for you know a couple or a family but i want to put my name out there more yeah you know and actually do something that i think will give me happier feelings yeah a little bit of a legacy because i'm right there with you man i yeah. saw one of your facebook posts i mean i did remodeled bathrooms for a while for five six years and seeing the plaster ceiling like it's like a 10 by 10 plaster thing can't yeah, find good fun. help those are some of the <laughs> worst hard. days it's ever really man hard. and and you are but you're helping build rebuild the city dude yeah. like that's what and yeah. you, you say you did a lot of city houses like yeah. that work needs to be done yeah um, but let there's, somebody else do it for so real. Many, let so somebody many, else do it. There's so many crews out there, so many good crews and so many bad crews. Oh, for sure, you know, dude. And, and it's the ones that are reputable that get talked about, you know, from you, who you know, who you know, yeah. who I know. Are you looking to do something in, in the construction side of, I, the, I wanna, of the cannabis thing? Or are you looking wanna, to... I kind of want to more like spearhead projects. Okay. Because I know what needs to be done and I can walk into a place, an empty shell of a place... 
and just see something that okay. you know most people they might see it or they might not know how to build it. So maybe run might a... be able to come in there as like a project management type thing. Okay, you know, and kind of running from job to job to making sure you know shit gets done. I mean, no, there we go. Stuff. Drop that. him. Drop dump him. Hit that. the drop dump him. button. Drop. There we go. <laughs> and we got him. We did it. We, we got, got him. him. We got him. All right. We made him feel comfortable enough. I've been rubbing his leg under the table the whole time. Um, no, see, that's, and it's crazy because we talk about being in the cannabis game, and we have stayed. A, 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 we thought we were staying on the edges, I guess, but we've kind of found ourselves smack dab in the middle of everything. Yeah, because we didn't really want to deal with compliance. We didn't have the capital to start a dispensary or get all the licensing. You know, we had a guy who believed in us, some crazy guy at a radio station, and was like, "I'll give these couple of these kids a chance on the radio." That's Seth. And I was wondering who you were talking about. That was you. It was you, buddy? It's all for you. No um, one else would return my calls. Fair enough. How far down on the list were we? Oh, you were first, yeah. bro. You were first. <laughs> Um, but you know, finding, finding your way in this and, and um, we, we also wanted to stay kind of out of it's, um, St. Louis, maybe more so than even anywhere else in the state, but it's very, um, tribal. Like there's, there's a lot of clicks that are, that form. And like our whole thing is, is man, if we're going to get people as much of the best information we possibly can, I, I really don't have time to get to meddle in personal dramas that are taking place out there. And it's, and just being open to give everybody a voice has cast a very wide yeah. net and it's it's brought a lot of cool people together and and some people that were maybe at odds in the beginning are now working hand in hand with the it's, we all we're in the red zone now that we're starting to grant grant uh you know uh cards out to to patients um we're a little bit further maybe we're inside the 10 we haven't punched in the end zone yet we don't know who these dispensaries are we're still all pulling in a direction together and we still have to work towards adult use. So, I mean, there's yeah. there's still a lot that we have to do. First half. Um, as licenses start to grant, I, I imagine, I think it's only natural that it's going to get a little bit more cutthroat. Um, but, you know, I just I want to be the guy that, that uh, can walk into any of these places and have a buddy. You know what I mean? That's I think that's a good place to be in all facets of life, you know? Um I know that we're up against a... Uh, we got a quick thing from Daryl. I saw that. Yeah, let's read that. Uh, all my clients in Springfield have bank accounts, not a credit union, FDIC, insured bank. Things are changing. Our guy. Woo! Daryl was the other guy who cussed like a sailor on this he show. Sure Gosh did. darn it. <laughs> we are... Uh, we don't use those words around here. We, okay. So, we, oh, go ahead. I was going to say we are up against it. Okay, but real quick, this is how we help people like this. Step one, coming on this show. Right. Okay, that you're was about, your life's great. about to change. Right yes, now. that was the best decision you heard you of the Oprah. Ever you heard made. of the Oprah factor? Well, wait till you see the Hoosier factor. Yeah, it'll the, land. the Hoosier bump. You'll have to By get the way, call. I wanted to thank you face to face. No, you'll have to get penicillin for no, the no, Hoosier bump. No, for the bump. Hoosier sophisticate. Oh, it's a family, baby. We're we're building something. We're trying to build something cool here. We appreciate everybody hopping on board with us. But, hey, get in the game. Come to these events with us. Anybody who wants to get in the game, it's not too late. Come out here with us. Just hang out. Hang out on the Sophisticated Hoosiers page. Network a little bit. Make some friends with people. You'll find someone you might want to spend the rest of your life with. What's the worst that could happen? Seth, take us into break. What do you got? Uh, Well, first... It's time for America's new favorite <gasps> segment, and I hope I got all the uh, the bleeps in there Turn because there there so are Mark uh, maybe needs to have his finger on the dump button just no. in case. Yeah, no. I listened to it a few times, but no, it's good. It was funny every time. So uh, this, <laughs> oh, this is the extra this embarrasses me. This is the extra censored, extra long version 
of your Craig moment of the Since week. Beach is the most dangerous damn thing. It's the most slippery slope ever. Who the is getting offended? Who is getting offended for being compared to bacon? Get the out of here. It's ridiculous. them. Their world. I don't want to participate in that world. And I'll tell you this: I will actively work against anybody trying to create that world. I will burn that world to the ground. You, your soft skin, everything that you stand for. I, if you want hate, I hate everything that you represent. If that offends you, I think you're garbage. I think you're the lowest form of evolution, and I think that the entire world suffers for your weakness. I'm going to migrate all of my people to the blockchain. I'm going to migrate all of my people to the blockchain because f- you, you piece of garbage, you weak piece of garbage. Okay, feel good now. Uh, that was your Craig moment. <laughs> oh, God. That's a, we got to get that sponsored. We got to get that sponsored. Oh, people will be jumping God, to sponsor dude. that. Rose Extermination, Truman's uh, yeah. Lifetime, James Carlton. Hey, who's talking about on, on the break? It was more of a break talk. Listen, uh, this hey. first hour oh. was brought to you by CarltonInsurance.net. If you are not insured by James Carlton, well, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. What the hell's the matter with you? He, he's going to make sure that you have the best insurance coverage that you've ever had in your life. You were talking about someone who didn't have James Carlton insurance. In I that. was. That's exactly right. That was me cussing out. You don't have James Carlton? Well, bleep you You're and garbage. bleep everything you stand for. CarltonInsurance.net, 314-961-4800. This entire presentation is brought to you by our guy Blake Bell at BellCairoSTL.com. Bell Chiropractic and Pain Management. They're writing recommendations. They'll straighten your back out. They'll remove hair. They'll remove tattoos. They'll shoot you up with testosterone if you're a fella and need that sort of thing. Check out Bell Cairo STL. This has been the first hour of Hoosier Sophisticate. Thank you so much for joining along. On the other side of the break, we'll go down the rabbit hole. We'll get weird with it, and we'll uh, smash you with some streaming picks. Stick around.